Squarespace is proud to support students and parents as they listen to Getting In. Learn how creating a personal website can help you stand out with colleges at squarespace.com slash getting in. Getting In is also sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word projects. Just for being a Getting In listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audible.com college. I'm Julie Lithcott-Hames, former dean of freshmen at Stanford and the author of How to Raise an Adult. And this is Getting In. Today, we're talking about early decision. The early college application deadlines are just around the corner, November 1st and 15th in most cases. Being in the earliest pool of applicants gives students a very real edge. Last year, for example, Princeton accepted 20% of its early applicants, but its overall acceptance rate was only 7%. At Duke, 26% of early applicants were accepted, and its overall rate was only 9%. One of Getting In's experts, Josh Steckel, says there's a simple logic to the appeal of applying early. Just in the same way that with any school that is rolling decision, um, if you know you're applying to a place and you're ready to do it, it's much better to get it off earlier. Typically at the beginning of the process, there's a lot more openness in the, in the freshman class than there is at the very end of the process. There are lots of labels and terms to keep track of during the early application process. So here's a quick glossary from Josh. First, rolling decision. Rolling decision colleges take applications typically on a first-come, first-served basis or some version of that. Most of the time, public universities and colleges work on a rolling decision application program. Regular decision applications work differently. There is a deadline, and after that deadline, all applications will be read together in one pool, and then there will be a common notification date. Typically, regular decision deadlines are in January, and notification typically happens in March. Regular decision colleges will also offer several different early application options. And those options are either early action or early decision. Early action and early decision mean that there is an earlier application deadline that is typically in November, November 1st or November 15th, and also an earlier notification typically in December. Early action is a much rarer application option and is certainly a way to demonstrate a stronger degree of interest. It's not binding at all. And it means that students are notified early but are not bound to attend. Early decision is different because if a student is admitted, it is a binding option. It means that the student is going to attend that school where they were admitted. And Josh notes that higher-income students tend to take more advantage of the early decision process. When I worked in a private school in the city, I would say about 75% of our students submitted an application early somewhere, and that's pretty typical for New York City's independent schools. And I would say that maybe 10% of my students in the public schools um, where I've worked have, have submitted an early application. This past Monday, long after the school day was over, Josh was in his office advising students. Okay, so Aisha, you need to create the username and password and try to get through And he made some time to meet with Getting In senior, August Graves. August, how are you? I'm Josh. A quick recap about August. Over the summer, she told us she wanted to apply early to Tufts. But by September, Tufts was off her list and Pomona was up on top. Then, as recently as last week, Pomona was off the list. And she'd decided, 
in part at the urging of her high school college counselor not to apply early to any of the dozen schools she was interested in. My guidance counselor looked at my GPA and my scores and said you shouldn't because the top of the top of the top apply early decision and you're not the top of the top of the top so you should Then, late last Sunday night, she sent our producer a text. Could she meet with a getting an expert this week? She'd changed her mind. So um, I've decided to apply early decision to Bowdoin and I was thinking about it last night and I said if I get into Bowdoin then that's where I'm going and my parents said like just apply early decision then because that'll save us some money and um, use some time so sort of what it comes down to. <laughs> and how are you feeling about it? I'm super jittery. <laughs> like, I couldn't stop shaking today when I was sort of finalizing all the details with my rec writers and my um, college counselor. I'm just, like, so nervous, but I'm really excited. Good. I'm really <laughs> glad that you're so excited. <laughs> yeah. What I think would be really useful first that, it, that strikes me as, like, really important is if you could say more about how you arrived at Bowdoin. Okay, so my advanced theater teacher, and he also taught me theater in ninth grade, um, went to Bowdoin, and he it, he thinks it's so important to, and it, he like totally like breathes Bowdoin and like eats, sleeps, like he just like everything Bowdoin for him, and he tries to use what he learns what he learned from Bowdoin and implement that in my school. So, like Bowdoin's policy of like. Uh, vulnerability and like sharing everything and supporting everybody and um, just sort of like having a whole family value to the school. He tried to implement that in my school too and it's had a drastic effect on my grade and everybody's like so loving and so caring. So I toured Bowdoin and the town, Brunswick was so cute and like I was in love with Brunswick and I, I toured the school and it was just like everything I've dreamed of. <laughs> so that's how I got there. Josh urged August to really try to connect those dots between the positive change she was seeing in her school and its connection to Bowdoin. Being able to make that kind of link between the college and your own experience is a signal to the school that you really have a good sense of why the school will be a good fit for you, which is key in the early application process. You know, we don't have a ton of time, right. obviously, right? Like, so we're talking about a November 15th deadline. Mm -hmm. But for yourself, personally, and for your family, being able to talk yourself through your decision, not just kind of emotionally in a gut way, the way you said, I saw campus and I just knew, not, but also in a kind of intellectual or rational way. That's pretty important. Josh then laid out for August the three most crucial elements of an early decision application. Strong written presentation, strong academic performance in a truncated timeline, and compelling articulation of the fit. And the compelling articulation of the fit can be both in writing and also through what Park called demonstrated interest. So I have an 88 GPA, which is pretty low compared to Bowdoin. And what happened was I had a really rocky start to high school. So ninth and 10th grade was pretty bad. And then last year I had a 4.0 the whole time. Right now, super score, I have a 1900 in the SAT. And I think I did like way better. I just took it the third. October 3rd, and I think I did way better than I've ever done before. Um, I don't know, I think I got over 2,000. So I'm hearing you say that you plan to include your scores with your application. Yeah, if they're good enough. Because I, I feel like if I do 
really well, then that'll help me a lot because my, G- my GPA isn't really reflective of who I am. So just to be clear, Bowdoin is, an, is a test optional school, and so that's why I was asking. Yeah. And so one piece of advice that students and families often hear about early action or early decision is that if you haven't been as strong of a student as you would like to be, or you don't feel like your transcript reflects who you are as a student, counselors will often suggest that you hold off until regular decision rounds so that you have first semester grades to show. So what's important for you to know is that any early application, a counselor will be asked to submit some senior year grades, some kind of first quarter or progress report grades, first marking period, will be an important one for you um, because it will it will end up functioning in a similar way to the way a first semester transcript would because performing at potential during this first marking period is really important Mm -hmm. it's also one of the reasons why early decision is hard because you're scrambling to get through as strong a version of your application as you can by an earlier deadline at the same time that there's some increased pressure to be as successful as you know that you're able to be. Yeah. So I just throw a lot at you. I, can yeah. you say what you're thinking and feeling about that? Um, I, I'm actually thinking about it now. I do have to step it up in my calculus class. <laughs> I'm not that good at math. Um, but I'm just trying to think of, like, I'm trying to map out, like, all the things I can do to raise my grades. Um in the first marking period. And I'm not really worried because like, I'm, I mean, it's two weeks. So, I mean, all I have to do is like really push myself for two weeks and then it's over, right? And how are you feeling about the decision? For Bowdoin? Yeah. I'm excited. I was looking at my list and I said, if I get in here, I'm absolutely going, like no matter where else I get into. And so like, that's still true. So I I I asked that because I would feel really sad if I like, deterred no. you in any way. No, That's, yeah, I'm that still was, really excited and yeah. pumped, yeah. It's a big step for August, so stay tuned as we follow her and our other seniors as they continue the process. Alessandra LaPera has 12 schools on her list and is sending in one early action application. I decided to apply early action to the new school because I am really hoping to get at least one solid application in and hear back sooner so I can start kind of getting kind of getting everything together. Um, and I decided on the new school to do early action for because they have a very easy application process. They are test optional, which I don't have to send in my test scores because I haven't taken the ACT yet because I've been so sick. They also um, have an optional essay. However, I'm going to do the essay anyway. Um, Other than that, though, that's pretty much it. You just fill out the Common App and send it in early action by November 1st. And Ellis Wells decided to put together three early applications. I'm applying early action to Tulane and UVA, both of which schools, uh, admissions offices, highly, highly recommend applying early application. And then early decision, I'm applying early decision to Duke. Um, Early decision, because their admissions office, once again, says... They think it's really important, and it shows how interested you are. And when they say that it's important to them, it's important to me, too, because it allows me to show them how interested and how dedicated I am. And 
would be how excited I would be to attend their school. So it's kind of a win-win for everyone. Where I am right now, I'm excited because I can, I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel, but I'm kind of anticipating hitting the submit button is going to be a little, little, little nerve-wracking just to know that at, the, at that point, when I, you know, after I click it, that's all I can do. And of course, not everyone chooses to apply early, like our senior Jonathan Diaz. We'll check in with Jonathan next month to see what he's up to. And we'll, of course, keep you updated as all the admissions decisions begin to roll in in December. In a minute, we'll hear from the newest addition to our group of high school seniors. She's got her heart set on one particular Ivy. But first, a word from our sponsor. Squarespace is proud to support students and parents as they listen to Getting In. Whether you see your future as a clear path or a blank slate, with Squarespace, you're off to a beautiful start. Create a website that reflects your best skills and talents, because when you start on the right foot, you can go anywhere. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com slash getting in. I'm Julie Lifcott-Hames, and this is Getting In. And today, we're exploring the early decision process. I'm very, very interested in Columbia, applying early decision. That's Jordana Meyer. There's a lot of things I love about it. I love the fact that they encourage their students to, you know, use the city. You know, Columbia, you have to use New York in order to succeed. I just feel like it's such a good fit for me that if I applied, you know, regular decision, I, I'd still, and got in, I'd still go. It just, it just made sense. It makes sense for me. College has always been a discussion in my house. We live in a highly educated, high high achieving area and my parents collectively between their multiple degrees went to four ivies and um my mom has a doctorate and um my grandfather's a professor and you know, my mom's a professor it's college has always been part of my life she's the oldest of three and lives in suburban maryland just outside washington dc she attends an elite public high school called bethesda chevy chase in general, I'm just a very involved person in whatever I'm doing at the time, but uh, mostly it is social justice or musical theater related. I train in musical theater and opera. I love both of them. My voice teacher keeps telling me I'm going to have to choose at one point, and I'm like, no, I can do both. You don't know this man. You don't know a thing. I'm in two shows right now, rehearsing, you know, at the same time, so that's that's great, trying to clone myself. She also leads social justice workshops with other students. We give speeches and we go to churches and synagogues. Um, last year they did a facilitation for black and Jewish members of Congress. So we basically take uh, current events and we turn them into learning opportunities for the community and we eradicate racism and anti-Semitism and just facilitate dialogue between different communities. And she's earned very high grades and strong test scores. So um, my SAT is 2220 um, and my cumulative GPA, well, my weighted GPA from last semester is 4.71. The rigor of the college application process is something she's been preparing for for a long time. You know, people started talking about SATs as early as, you know, seventh grade, um, which was intimidating. But it also kind of, you know, prepared me for the reality of what the competition was going to be. You know, my mom says, you know, when she was growing up, nobody knew each other's grades or SAT scores. My friends, they all know each other's essay topics and SAT scores and grades and what they got on the last test. Her parents aren't pushing her in any one direction. 
they are supportive of my decision to apply early. Um, they're also, you know, giving me reality checks. You know, nobody uh, expects to get into Columbia, stay open to other possibilities. Um, so that's really helpful for me because it's easy to get carried away in this process. But yeah, I would say I'm mostly pressuring myself. You know, they, they have their schools that they went to and my dad was very excited to bring me to Harvard where he went undergrad and I went to Brandeis where my mom went undergrad and I was sending her pictures and she's like, oh, there's my dorm. Um, but there's there's no pressure to go to either of those schools because they went there. It was very much my initiative all along, and they've been nothing but supportive. To send in an early decision application to Columbia, she must complete it by November 1st. I'm doing a lot of things right now that I'm really excited about, leading facilitation and going to rehearsals. And um, I love my schedule this year. I take a lot of courses that I'm really interested in. And, you know, when you put it all together, it's a lot. I don't really sleep um, I drink a lot of black coffee, but you know, I'm, I'm stressed, but I'm, I could be worse. I could be bored. So I'd rather be stressed doing things that make me happy usually rather than doing nothing. You know, my mom, my mom keeps telling me, oh, you're, you're overscheduled. Like you need some time to yourself. I'm like, mom, if I had time to myself, I'd sit on my bed and just look out the window and that wouldn't be helping anyone. So I would just be like itching to be doing something. Um, so I'd rather be, you know, overscheduled than underscheduled for sure. So, yes, I'm stressed, but, you know, that's kind of my fault, and I accept that. You know, on the one hand, this is what the college application process seems to ask of kids, no sleep. On the other hand, pediatricians around the country are saying our teenagers need to be sleeping more. And college deans are saying too many freshmen are arriving kind of burned out from the whole process. Jordana, and those of you listening who can relate to what Jordana said, I hope you'll get a little bit more sleep. Sleep matters. Your health and wellness matters. And even staring out the window and doing nothing, as Jordana put it, may not help anyone else, but it'll actually help you. We'll be hearing more from Jordana as the early application process unfolds, and more in the coming weeks from the rest of our Getting In Seniors. In a minute, we'll get some clarification on something we talked about in the last episode, the relationship between early decision and financial aid. But first, a word from our sponsor. Getting In is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible has more than 180,000 audiobooks. You can download them and access them on a bunch of different devices, on iPhones, Android, Kindle, or pretty much any other MP3 player. One book to try out from Audible is Confessions of a Scholarship Judge by Josh Barsh. Every year, students miss out on thousands of dollars in scholarship money because of simple application mistakes. This author tells you how to avoid submitting what scholarship judges hate to see. If you want to listen to Confessions of a Scholarship Judge or many other books, Audible has it. With more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word products, you'll find what you're looking for. Get a free audiobook and 30-day trial today by signing up at www.audible.com slash college. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash college. And use the promo code COLLEGE. I'm Julie Lifcott-Hames, and this is Getting In. We want to reiterate something we raised in last week's episode the relationship between financial aid and early decision. 
There's a perception out there that if you're a low-income student, you shouldn't apply early because what if your need isn't met? Our expert Josh Steckel clarifies. If it is the case that a student's family is unable to afford to attend a college um, and the college hasn't been able to meet a student's demonstrated need, then that is or should be, in terms of good practice, a reason for um, voiding that early decision contract. It's super important for families to know that it is possible to get an early estimate on financial aid as an early decision applicant. Almost all colleges offer good financial aid calculators and an actual process for getting a real financial aid package estimate from the college. There are many students whose families are really worried about affordability that could really benefit from an early decision application in terms of admissions who opt not to because of the fear around affordability. And, and that's, that makes a lot of sense to me, but for many of my kids who's whose families are low-income families. I think that they're unaware that a lot, of, a lot of the colleges that they might apply to early decision can offer really generous aid packaging. And that's it for this episode. As always, thanks so much to the students we're following this year and to our experts for sharing their lives and experiences with us. You can keep up with us and find out more about our experts and teens at slate.com slash getting in. And our experts will continue to answer your questions. Send an email or voice memo to gettingin@slate.com, Or you can call our hotline and leave a message. That number is 929-999-4353. Again, that's 929-999-4353. We love hearing from you. And remember to head over to iTunes and leave us a review. It helps other people discover our show. Getting In is a production of Slate and Panoply Media. Michelle Siegel is our producer. Production help from Barry Finkel. Our executive producer is Laura Mayer. And Panoply's chief content officer is Andy Bowers. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Julie Lithcott-Hames, and I hope you'll join us next time. And remember, it's not just about getting in. It's about finding the right fit. <laughs>